Um, and, it, and you may walk away and say, well, that doesn't have anything to do with Fall Fest. Well, in my imagination, just, just humor me with it. But if you would, let's pray, and we're going to ask for God's anointing on the Word, and you can be prepared to go to Daniel chapter 2. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for this opportunity to be in your house, for opportunity, Lord, to hear a word, and I pray, God, that you will speak through me. In some way, God, I may be able to pour out and be able to somehow or another share the word that you want us to hear. It's, it's by you, Lord. It's by your Holy Spirit. It's not by man. It's by your spirit. Just touch our hearts. And, Lord, the variety of needs that are here today, God, those who need healing, those, those who need salvation, and those who need to come back to God, I ask you, Lord, that you help them this morning to catch the vision, to understand their need. And we want to celebrate you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Daniel chapter 2, verse 19 through 23. I'm going to read from the Amplified Bible. Then the secret was revealed to Daniel in a vision of the night. And Daniel blessed the God of heaven. So Daniel's starting to, he blesses, he begins to glorify God. This was a life or death situation. Nebuchadnezzar called the wise men together, all the wise men of the land, including Daniel, and those who called three Hebrew children, all them together, and, and said, I want you to interpret my dream. But the thing is, the king wouldn't tell them the dream. Boy, bummer. That a king don't even know what the dream is. You know, I, I hope none of you approach me and say, Pastor, I've been having a dream, and I just want you to give me some insight on it, and if you don't tell me anything about it, I don't know if I can even help you to begin with. But here's Daniel. And the king decreed and said, because the wise men couldn't discern or answer or tell what his dream was or the meaning of it, interpret it, he declared, gave a decree that all of them would be executed. Daniel hears about it. And he runs to the king and he tells the king, please give me, give me 24 hours. Give me, you know, give one day. You know, that's bold right there, just going to just give me one day. Talk about the pressure. I don't like deadlines. You like, you like deadlines? I don't like deadlines, and I really don't like deadlines if my life is on the line. But he says, give me one day. And so the Bible says he goes to God in prayer, begins to seek God. And when he seeks God and prays to God and seeks the Lord, then God gives him the dream along with the interpretation of that dream. And in his moment of excitement and joy and his love for God, he goes and he begins to declare in Scripture, in verse 19, then the secret was revealed to Daniel in a vision of the night, and Daniel blessed the God of heaven. I'm hoping you're blessing the God of heaven. I hope you, for what God has done for you, he has saved you. He's given you and I eternal life. He's given us provision. He takes care of us. I sure hope we take time to bless God and glorify him. Because it's not you that you've done it yourselves. It is the Lord that has given you the provision of it. I know you work hard. You may work six days a week, but you wouldn't be able to do that if you couldn't get out of bed. 
you certainly wouldn't be able to. I mean, it is God that gives the grace, and he blesses us. How many here agree by raising your hand and say, yes, Pastor? God blesses me, and I want to return and bless the Lord. So here it is, Daniel answered. He said, blessed be the name of God forever, for wisdom and power belong to him. You might want to pay attention to that. For wisdom and power belong to him. It is he who changes the times and the seasons. I thought Noah was going to hit on seasons here. And I thought, oh, man, that's great. It's confirmation. Thank you for helping me out this morning. But times and seasons. He removes kings and establishes kings. He gives wisdom to the wise and greater knowledge to those who have understanding. It is he who reveals the profound and hidden things. He knows what is in the darkness. Oh boy, I'm so glad God knows what's going on. Because it seems to be a lot of folks in Washington, D.C., they don't know what's going on. But you and I put our trust in God of heaven that raises up kings and removes kings. We put our confidence in him. Let me tell you, I want to give you some good news. You're going to be all right. You are blessed and highly favored of God if you're a child of God. But he reveals the profound and hidden things. He knows what is in the darkness, and the light dwells with him. I thank, thank you and praise you, O God of my fathers, for you have given me wisdom and power. Do you see the transition there? You see, he starts off praising God because God has all wisdom and power, and then he says, now I got some wisdom and power that has come from God. God has not only, he, he resources us, but he is the source. And so the wisdom and power comes from him to you and I, and he gives it to us, and he'll give us the wisdom and the power. One scripture in the Bible says, power belongeth unto God. Let me tell you, God gives us power. God wants to give you power, and he wants you. He says, I thank you and praise you, O God of my fathers, for you've given me wisdom and power. Even now you have made known to me <coughs> what we requested of you, for you have made known to us the solution to the king's matter. The Bible says he reveals the deep and secret things. He knows what is in the darkness, and the light dwells with him. I tell you what, nothing, I'm telling you, the devil will try and blindside us. He'll try and surprise us. He'll try and do a sneak attack. But if you're following Jesus Christ and you're serving the Lord, you're walking in light. And whatever the darkness tries to do to you, you'll see what's coming. God will give you the revelation. God will show you. He'll give you the wisdom. He'll give you the power to be more than a conqueror through him that loves you. That knowledge, that knowing, Proverbs 15 and 3 says, The eyes of the Lord are in every place, keeping watch on evil and the good. I'd, I didn't want to include all these verses, but I'm going to because, if anything, the success of this message is always the Word of God, the Word of God going out. And, and so listen to this. I wasn't going to include all these verses in Psalm 139, but I had to. I tried to, you know, shorten it down, but it's like, oh, my goodness, I just can't. I just can't. So how many here will join in with me with these verses of Scripture in Psalm 139, 1 through 18? How many raise your hand? All right. Well, all the rest of you, that's okay. Because I know your arm's broken. Okay. 
Psalm 139, 1 through 18 says, The Lord, you have searched me and known me, O Lord. You know my sitting down and my rising up. You understand my thought afar off. You comprehend my path and my lying down. You are acquainted with all my ways, for there is not a word on my tongue. But behold, O Lord, you know it all together. You have hedged me behind and before and laid your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high. I cannot attain it. Where can I go from your spirit? Or where can I flee from your presence? If I ascend into heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the utmost parts of the sea, even there your hand shall lead me, and your right hand shall hold me. If I say, surely the darkness shall fall on me, even the night shall be light about me. Indeed, the darkness shall not hide from you." But the night shines as the day, and the darkness and the light are both alike to you. For you formed my inward parts. You covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works, and that my soul knows very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in secret and skillfully wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. Your eyes saw my substance being yet unformed, and in your book they were all written, the days fashioned for me, when as yet there was none of them. How precious are your thoughts to me, O God! How great is the sum of them! If I should count them, they would be more in number than the sand. When I awake, I am still with you, God's ever-going, knowing presence. God's ever-going and knowing presence. He knows about me. He knows about you. Everything you do, everywhere you go, he knows it. I'm not speaking in a word to some that may be a word of conviction that God sees you where you're at. To some, it may be a moment of conviction and shame. But to those who are in the path or in relationship with God, it's a great and grand and glorious assurance to know that we have someone watching over us uh, that is not forgetful, someone who is watching over us uh, who is not too busy, someone who's watching over us that is not overwhelmed, but someone who is watching over us uh, day and day and night, night and day and over and over, day after day in our life. Why? Because he loves us. Why? Because he cares for us. Why? Because we serve an omni omniscient and omnipresent God that he's everywhere. God is here and God is there and God is everywhere and everywhere I go he will be with me. He overshadows me above me. He looks behind me and before me. He is below me that I may walk in, in, in substance walk with a stability and surety. Let me tell you somebody knows what I'm talking about. Uh, you know where you've been and where you are. You know what's happened to you and why, how God has taken the broken pieces and not put them back together, but recreated you and I brand new as a new creature. This is the all-knowing, the all-loving, the omnipresent, the omniscient God. You know. You know. 
Oh, oh my goodness, what am I going to do with the rest of this? Oh, he knows. He knows. Romans 11, 36, 33, 36. Oh, the depths of the riches, both of the wisdom and knowledge of God. How unsearchable are his judgments and his ways past finding out. For who has known the mind of the Lord? Or who has become his counselor? Or who has first given to him? And it shall be repaid to him. For of him and through him and to him are all things. To whom be glory forever. Amen. For of him and through him and to him are all things. In him we live and move and we have our being. It's in him. It's all of him. It's all of him. I'm talking to somebody that's discouraged today or somebody feels like life is not all that good. I want you to know God says I'm blessing you and I'll keep blessing you. Put your trust in me and know that I'll direct you and I'll lead you and I'll guide you. I'll not forget about you. I care for you. You belong to me. Isaiah 46, 9 and 10. Remember the, remember the former things of old. For I am God and there is no other. I am God and there is none like me. Declaring the end from the beginning and from the ancient times things they are, uh, that are that are not yet done, saying, my counsel shall stand, and I will do my pleasure. Isaiah 55, 8 and 9, I know my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord, for as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. The text in Daniel chapter 2 we read in verse 21, talking about the seasons and the changes. He changes the seasons. In the Message Bible, it's stated this way. He changes the seasons, seasons and guides history. The New Living Translation says it this way. He controls the course of world events. The Voice Bible says he sets in motion the times and the ages. I don't want to trivialize, trivialize the incredible account of Scripture concerning the Daniel that Daniel prayed, that Daniel sought, and God intervened, and he glorified God and saved the lives of all the wise men of Babylon. The answer to Daniel's prayer and needing a revelation of and about Nebuchadnezzar's dream reveals the reality. Yes, we serve an omniscient, omnipotent God. He knows all and does all. God gave Moses a promise. In Genesis 8:22, while the earth remains seed time and harvest, Cold and heat, winter and summer, and day and night shall not cease. Ecclesiastes 3 and 1 says there's a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. Daniel says, he said, God knows the seasons and the changings of seasons. You know, I, you know, I want to leave this one word to you that maybe this will be a word you'll walk out with. Maybe you'll walk out before you go outside today. And it's time we're going to celebrate. I want you to look at the world around you. I want you to see the, the beauty around you. I want you to feel the freshness of the air. You know, the Bible says, and, and the Bible gives this message to us. With changing seasons come new beginnings. You see, I got to tell you, I like four seasons. I mean, you can go to Nassau and you can go to Florida and you can do all that if you want to. That's fine. That's your business. But I like seeing the course of time moving forward and changing and changing and changing. You know why? Because I can be in one season 
and I pray to God the next season it's not going to be the same thing. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. I got to tell you, I like summertime, but sometimes my summers have been really rough, been really dry, really hot. I just didn't really like it, but I said, oh, man, when is autumn going to come? When is the fall fest going to happen? When is, when is the changing of season? And then when it happens, when it happens, I realize with the, with the changing of seasons come new beginnings. I step out one morning, and when I step out in one morning, all of a sudden, there's a coolness in the air. I don't know about you, but I don't have a problem with frost. Even if I got to scrape it off my car or run the car five minutes longer and burn gas to get the frost off the windshield, I don't care. I don't have a problem with it. You know why? I'll tell you why. With the frost comes the killing of the bugs. I mean, if you want, I mean, listen, you want to have bug season all season long, you go ahead. But you know, I don't know about you, but I've done this before. After a good frost and hard frost and the fall seasons come and the frost come, it's like during the summertime I had to remind my grandsons to close the door in the back, the patio door, because, uh, you know, guests come flying in. Guests I don't want. You know, issues I don't want to deal with. Stink bugs. How many here love stink bugs? Raise your hand. Boy, do you have the glory of God in you and the power of God because I... I don't like stink bugs. I don't like any bugs flying. I don't like flying creatures. I, want, I got this imagination. I'm laying down on my bed and suddenly something lands on my face. <laughs> I don't want that. I don't like that. And so there with the changing of seasons means the bugs are out of season. Uh-huh. My porch becomes a collection of spiders. And, and maybe some of you love the story of... Uh, Charlotte's Web. And you probably cried with the pig. Oh, Charlotte. Well, I even got a little bit emotional, too, you know. I can't remember the name of the pig, but I do remember the name of the spider. Wilbur, yeah. Thank you so much. See, you're listening. Great. But the fact that Charlotte died and she passed on is great, but you know what the thing is is that it doesn't bother me when the frost comes. It doesn't bother me with the change of seasons. I like it if I go through winter, all of a sudden I go outside, and then suddenly the air's warmer and spring moves in. I like it when spring turns into summer and the summertime fun and the activity going on. Then I like when I'm, I've really had it with the heat. I don't want any more heat. I'm ready for the fall season. I guess I'm just kind of spoiled, aren't I? But I do know that when there comes a new season, there comes a new day, a new beginning with the changing of the seasons. And some of you need, I'm speaking to you prophetically, some of you need to declare the seasons have changed. And this is a day of new beginnings. The day of new beginnings. The day of new beginnings in my life because now things have changed, the environment has changed, the season has changed. And the God who makes all seasons happen is a God that wants to be the God of your season and your new beginning and wants to bless you. How many here knows how it is to step out from, a, from a, a tired season into a refreshed season? How many here knows how it is to be weary, weary in your spiritual walk, and then all of a sudden the, the seasons change, and, and there's this great uh, uh, blast of the breath of God and the wind of God and revival and life begin to come up in you, I mean, and you come alive in the Lord. Some of you need to get out of the dry season and get in, step into the fall season. And when you get into the fall season, you need to have a fall festival. Yeah, yeah. 
You know, actually we do. We call it Thanksgiving. We call it Thanksgiving where those, listen, I tell you, every time I read in Scripture when it talks about food, it's a different view of food like you and I have a view of food. The Bible, Jesus gave illustration concerning bread and food. Why? Because having that stuff in your life took a lot of work. And you just couldn't go to the market and buy it. Literally, there were people in the ancient times that, were, that would literally starve to death because they had a bad situation, lost their food, lost everything they had. I'm going to say this, and I love, I love, and I pray that God helps us in the season that we love everybody. But poverty in biblical times totally po- different from poverty of, of today. You would die in the streets in poverty in biblical times. That's why it's one of the first things the church did was start meeting the needs of people who were in need. And the church of Jesus Christ today needs to meet the needs of the people in need. But everybody that lives in this blessed country ought to glorify God and thank God for and have a fall fest and glorify God that they've got food on their table and food to eat and a roof over their head and God has blessed them greatly. I'm telling you, every fall ought to have fall fest. You know, festival means feasting, and so we do feast. I mean, we do feast. Some of these, these pie tasters, are, they're really worried, these pie judges, of all the pies they've got to take a little, little bit of. But we know how to celebrate. How many here know how to celebrate? Oh, oh my goodness. How many here know how to celebrate? And if you don't know how, you need to regain it. And a good understanding of your great God. And a great reminder of yourself, telling yourself how great your God is and how great he has removed you from one season to another season. And a season to bless you and prosper you ought to be enough to suddenly get you to a place where that you glorify God and you're in that great season where that you celebrate him. We are blessed to have the changing of the seasons. And that with changing of the seasons come new blessings. Some of us want more of what we have. I don't think you really understand how much I love you. I don't think you really understand how much I care. I don't think you really can imagine what I'm able to do and what I will do if you'll surrender yourself to me and know that this season is a season I want to bless you and help you and strengthen you. And the season that has passed has been difficult. The season that has passed has been trying and it's been dry. I declare to you that I will give you rain and I will give you blessing and I will give you provision that you would only imagine that I'm able to do. Just be my child. Quit asking me to follow you around. But I'm asking you this day that you follow me. For I will take you places that you'd only imagine. And even now, my spirit is moving, hovering in this room, and you're starting to feel my presence. I'm drawing you. I'm speaking to you. It's a new season. It's going to be a new time. 
with you and me if you'll let it be. I'm offering myself to you that you would only just come and discover who I am even more. And you know that I won't ever leave you. I won't run away from you. And I'll receive you. And I'll work in your life. Put your trust in me and not in man. And especially into yourself. Don't trust yourself. You're called to be my child. I'm calling you to come and be in relationship with me. Quit running away and quit rebelling against, but run to me and know that I'm your answer because I love you. I care for you. And I know where you're at. And I know what you've been doing. I know what's in your life. I'm ready to receive you. I call you. I love you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I feel the hovering presence of the Holy Spirit in this room. And the Lord's speaking to you. I want, if you would, if you would just close your eyes. At this moment, you say, Pastor Ron, the Lord was speaking to me. The Lord is speaking to me. And I want to hear him, what he says. I want, I want him. I need him. I need this. I need the change, the new beginning, and the new in, in the changing of the season. I need the Lord. Right now, just raise your hand quickly in the air. God, see your hand. God bless you. There's others in the house. God bless you. I see that hand. There's others three. That's three, four. God bless you. Others, raise your hand. Come on. God's speaking to you. Holy Spirit's drawing, drawing you, drawing you. Yes, yes. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. We, we sense your presence. Yes, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Listen, the Lord moves in so many environments, different ways. We always think that God, we always think God works, works and operates at the noise of a blast of a trumpet, but sometimes he'll work in the sound of a triangle. And just, just playing a little, he's speaking, speaking our heart and our life right now. Would you stand with me right now? You know, I try and be, think that I'd be creative and no doubt I can do some different things at the altar, but it's like, we're at this time, it's like God urges me to saying that people have got to, they've got to demonstrate their faith, they've got to demonstrate decision that, that humanity lays back when they need to step forward. And it's just, it's just, I can't get away from this. That, you know, I'd, I, I'd love to just, just pray where you're standing there in the congregation. But then once again, the Lord reveals to me. He said, you know, if, you'll, if you'll determine the, your decision and determine that he'll meet you where you're at. We live in extreme times. We live in times I've never seen in my life. And, and, and the extremism... That somehow another God says, I want you to walk out of that. I want you to step into my plan, my blessing for you. If you raise your hand, I want you to leave your seat right now. If your loved one's around, they'll gladly let you out. Just come on up. Maybe they'll even want to come up with you and stand with you and pray with you. 
But right now, I want you, if you raise your hand, I want you to just come up and just kind of line up here. And we're just going to wait on the presence of the Lord. We're going to wait on the presence of God. Just come on and form a, a separate line right up here. Yeah, God bless you all. Raise your hand. There's others. There's some through the house that was doing this. That you're believing with the changing the season has come new, new, new beginnings. There's some others. Maybe you didn't raise your hand and you want to come. I want you just to come and say, I believe that the changing of seasons is bringing a new beginning. A new beginning. A new beginning in my life. A new beginning a happening in my life. Some of you raise your hand. Just come on up. Just Come on, the Holy Spirit's speaking to you. And, and, and families and loved ones, if you'd like to come up and stand with your loved one, you can do that. We're going to pray together. We'll pray together. Amen, we're going to pray together. I'd like for family and relatives to come and friends to get in around these folks. Because I tell you, it's something else we're going to do in the congregation. I want you to cluster with your family. I want you to cluster with your family. And I want you to pray for your family members. Cluster with, go, you know, kids, go to your parents. If, if they're, you know, and, and parents, if you see your child up here, come and cluster with them. And, or kids, if you see your parent up here, come and cluster with them. And those of you in the congregation, I want you to get with your family right now. If you've got to turn in your seat and reach out to one another, I want you to join hands. I want you to cluster together, join together. The Holy Spirit's wanting to work and, and work within your home and your family and in your life. Just turn, turn from the pew. I know you got seats there, but just kind of turn and join hands. Turn and join hands. Family members, join together and do that right now if you would. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. You're doing something right now. Doing something in the hearts of your people. We're drawing nigh to you. We're getting to a season of prayer. In a season of drawing nigh to God, and He'll draw nigh unto us. Right now, in the name of Jesus Christ, now just begin to pray. Begin to pray, loved ones. Go and pray. Some of you, you can even get in front of your loved one. You can do that too. You don't have to stay behind them. Just cluster. Just gather together. Gather together. Gather together in prayer. Lay hands and pray. Lord, in the name of Jesus, go on in sanctuary. Just pray. Just pray. Just pray. I love music, but we don't, we don't have, always have to have a music moment. We just let the voices of God's people praying get in the field of the sanctuary, a holy place of God. Just begin to pray. Husbands, pray for wives. Wives, pray for husbands. Sons, pray for moms. Son-in-laws, pray for mother-in-laws. Go Pray for each other. Go and cluster. Face each other in the name of Jesus Christ. Yes, Lord, I know. I know, Lord, you're doing something mighty. Something mighty within this man's heart. You're speaking to him, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that he's coming to new beginnings in a season. He's changing season into new beginnings in the name of Jesus Christ. That you're doing a great work in him, Lord. He draw, he's drawing nigh to you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Lord, bless these families right now, God. As they come together, they pray for their loved ones and those who we love and care for in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. That's right, saints, go and pray. It's okay to make some noise in here. You're not going to disturb God and you won't disturb anybody else. Just begin to pray out loud and seek God and pray. Let your children hear you pray for them. Let your parents hear you pray for them. Oh my goodness. Uh, let your brother and sister hear you pray for them. Go to them and pray for them. Father, in the name of Jesus, cluster the family. Move, a, Bring the family closer together in the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ, bring the family closer together in Jesus' name. <laughs> Lord, bless Bless, bless this family, Lord. Bless them, God. Bless them, Lord. Bless them 
In the name of Jesus Christ, have your hand upon them, God. Uh, Lord, bless these students, Lord. Bless their life and use them, Lord. Let them discover you as being real and powerful. In the name of Jesus Christ, we believe. We believe, Pastor Michael, will you pray for this young man here? Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Lord says you can't get too close to me. I'll just envelop you and surround you and be with you. Just trust in me and know that I'm the answer. Trust in my word and know that my word is true. In the name of Jesus Christ, move in a mighty way, God. In the life of this young man, God, you bless this angel, God. You bless this little angel, her life, Lord. Guide her steps, oh God. In Jesus' name, touch mom. Touch mom. Touch mom the moment that she don't know how to give a right answer. You just speak through her, God. Let the Holy Ghost gifts begin to flow through her, God, as she's parenting and loving her children, Lord. In the name of Jesus Christ, power and wisdom, Lord, that comes from you that Daniel received, God. Let that wisdom begin to flow upon your people and within your people. In the name of Jesus Christ, Lord, uh, that power and wisdom begin to flow through you, through you, through you, hallelujah, through you, hallelujah. As surely as the vision that Daniel interpreted and Nebuchadnezzar saw, it involved a, a present day and the future. Lord, you reveal, give wisdom, present day, future, present day, future. In the name of Jesus Christ, Lord, we just cluster in your hands and your presence. Let your spirit begin to guide and fill and overwhelm, Lord, the children, the children of God and mom and dad. Lord, God, as they, you give them that wisdom, you give them that power. Oh, Lord, that Daniel experienced at a moment of need and issue. God just spoke to him. You gave him wisdom. You gave him wisdom, oh, God. Oh, God, touch and move and give wisdom. Wisdom and anointing upon this young man, God. Touch Ethan, God, in Jesus' name, Lord. You can give the wisdom. You can give the know-how. You can give why, Lord, because the seasons are changing. And, Lord, we thank you the seasons are changing. Hallelujah to a new beginning. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Father. God, in Jesus' name, in the a season of change comes new beginnings, new beginnings, new beginnings. Is anybody in love with Jesus in this room? I mean, really, is anybody in love with Jesus in this room? Hallelujah. 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 And the world around us, we feel a bit overwhelmed. But when we begin to look a little higher and we realize that God doesn't see like we see and God's ways are not our ways, he's higher than that. And we can put our trust in him. Father, I pray, God, that you bless every family. 
every family, every home, every person in this room, God. We thank you, Lord, for what you've done in the changing season. We celebrate, God, with the colors that have burst forth and the wonderful life that you've given us, God. We thank you for the blessings of today and the blessings that are coming tomorrow. And, Lord, the confidence we have in you, we praise you and thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Come on, can we celebrate the Lord? Come on, hallelujah. We celebrate you, God. What I need for you to do is just to be seated for a short moment. And if you are a judge of either the pie 